Today, the Betcha Sub podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe, the Pink Tax Campaign. The Pink Tax is an extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. Boo! Just for being a woman. Yeah, that is for real. Ugh. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving back women the tools to claim their worth and take back what's theirs. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that like we're fixing it. Now you know. See for yourself at axthepinktax.com. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that happens in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we are talking about Trump's visit to George Washington's house. Maxine Waters and Steve Mnuchin face off in Congress. Bill Barr and Julian Assange. Brexit. And Kim Kardashian. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! What a day we have coming up. Wow. This lineup is really something. Yeah. But first, let's just do some quick housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Guys, there's not going to be your typical SUP episode coming out on Monday. Wow. Because on Tuesday, we will be releasing the audio from our live show at the Pit Loft mm. in New York City. Yes. Yes. Uh, our live show is sold out. So you can't come. You, you, I'm so sorry. Unless uh, you're coming. Unless, yeah, you can't come unless you're coming. But uh, we're really, really excited about it. We're really excited to see everyone who did get tickets. And though, for those of you who aren't in the city or weren't able to get tickets, that show is happening Monday and we will release the episode on Tuesday. Yes, and you will get to hear it. Um, second piece of ho- housekeeping is that we have our next edition of our activism series Mm -hmm. the let's fucking do it series Mm -hmm. coming out on sunday where we'll be talking with marissa cabis of purpose about the georgia heartbeat bill and yeah it's really really rough and you know so i know we talked to to her about that um but even since we recorded that like a a week ago yeah there have been now all of these other bills coming out like in texas ohio ohio where they're criminalizing having an abortion yeah the texas one wants to say wants to give the death penalty which is like fucking hot on the death penalty in texas which is i mean for me it's like how pro-life are you if you want to give someone the death penalty. Well, they just like, you know, medieval, biblical punishments. Yeah. Like, really just do it for them. So, yeah, we're going to get into that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and check out our Instagram to see some facts about the bill yeah. and about uh, abortion. And if you have any friends who are interested in this type of thing, let them know to sign up for the Betches Sup email. Yeah. Elise writes it every day. It's truly just a treat, honestly. Yeah. You get I've it at noon. It comes into your inbox. And it just, like, makes you laugh at your desk. Yeah. And it it'll give you a little rundown of, like, these are the things you need to know today. This is what's going on. Exactly. Et cetera. So go to Betches.co slash Sup sign up. All those words mm-hmm. I think you guys can spell. Yes. You guys are smart. You guys are smart so cookies. smart. You listen yeah. to this podcast. You're so smart. You can definitely spell the link. It is betches.co, not com, slash sup sign up. Yep. No spaces. Okay, Sammy. What is getting you through this week in Trump's America? 
Ah, well. (laughs) (laughs) There's a story Mm -hmm. that was in Politico. And this is my favorite kind of Trump story. Yes. It's just silly and light, non-threatening. I mean, threatening, always threatening, but relatively non-threatening. Yeah, like no one is in immediate danger because this happened. It's just kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. And I love any sort of story that sheds a light on what Donald Trump really thinks in his head. Mm -hmm. Like when he says that, I don't know. Someone choked like a dog. Yeah. I know he doesn't know what a dog is. Yeah. He's never interacted with a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when he refers to Mexico as something else other than what it is, he doesn't know what yeah. the country. Like, yeah. So we had our a ver- our very own moment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't like something that happened very recently, but the story just came out in Politico talking about Trump's visit to Mount Vernon, which is George Washington's house mm-hmm. um, that he went with Emmanuel Macron. Mm-hmm. So Politico has a few excerpts about what happened during this visit when Trump went to go see George Washington's house. Great. So first of all, he was not very impressed with the real estate. He said mm-hmm. the house was too small. The hallways <laughs> are too narrow. The floors are uneven. And he, that if he were building it, he would have built it way bigger and way, way better, better for less mm-hmm. money. Great. Like, like, okay, first of all, that's like false. Yeah, that's false <laughs> also, because like, he fully had slaves. So like you probably couldn't have done it for less money. that's just a point that i'm making not to endorse that that's how it was made but i'm just saying you probably couldn't have done it for less well donald trump well donald trump doesn't pay people who work for him so it's kind of the same so it is equivalent maybe he could have done it for no i I don't know if he could have done it then for legally like less than zero yeah unless they were paying him um but he also didn't like the fact that george washington didn't name the house after himself mm-hmm. he said if he was smart he would have put his name on it you've got to put your name on stuff or else no one will remember you and this is the part that i just yeah. like that's amazing um this is the part that reveals the true essence of what donald trump thinks mm-hmm. he is so afraid of being not remembered that he thinks that George Washington was somehow remiss. <laughs> yeah, like little known American politician George Washington. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? You live in Washington, D.C. Right. He named the fucking the capital. The capital I mean, he na- didn't name it, but like. There's a state. There's a state. There's like a capital. There's like a million highways, schools. What are you fucking talking yeah. about? <laughs> It's ridiculous. Truly, really the only thing that's not named after George Washington is his house. But yeah, but you know what's a little scary is that like clearly Donald Trump is so focused on being remembered, which scares me because like who's more remembered than Hitler? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes does. me think that he'll do anything so that he's not forgotten. I mean, including commit genocide. <laughs> I have long felt that the real impetus, the real reason that Donald Trump had any interest in becoming president or did any of this is his desire to become the most famous person in the world. Yes. I think that's like the number one thing that drives him. I think now he's in like a monkey's paw situation where he got it, but it's like dark and it's bad. Like he got his dream and it's terrible. It's like a, what's that thing with Mephistopheles where he like sells his soul? Yeah. It's like, um... What I thought of it's, is it's like the leprechaun movies where um, the leprechaun, like he will give you like what you want, but he will then use it to kill you in some capacity. Right. Like in the Las Vegas leprechaun, I've seen all the leprechauns. Uh, <laughs> this woman, uh, she wishes for like bigger boobs and then he does a spell later. So she gets them and everyone's like, oh my God. And then later he does a spell that says, um, <laughs> 
He's like, your boobs are big. Your ass is small. I'll give you boobs that come out to here. And then he makes her boobs get so big that she explodes. Oh, my God. That's some like Violet Beauregard shit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of what Trump yeah. is like. <laughs> well, you know, you know, one thing Trump did like about George Washington mm. was that he was really rich. Yeah. So he was very excited that George Washington was rich, but he couldn't. I think he couldn't wrap his mind around why a rich person wouldn't name absolutely everything in sight after himself. That's. Yeah. I um, also just keep wondering, like, what is Emmanuel Macron like thinking during this time? He he must. It must be like some Twilight Zone kind of. Yeah. Like you must have to do a thing where you like like he probably does a meditation tape beforehand and sort of like separates himself. He's like, yes, my body is taking a tour of Mount Vernon with Donald <laughs> Trump, but my mind <laughs> is in Perry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. really funny. <laughs> yeah. I just want to, okay, just because we heard this story and I just want to say that the Mount Vernon Ladies Association actually mm-hmm. released a statement saying that these Trump comments were taken out of context. I don't really buy it because those sound just like what he would say. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, whoever came up with them like really knows stuff that Donald Trump would say. Yeah. For sure. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be one of those mysteries. But either way, but I who enjoyed are we it. to criticize the Mount Vernon Ladies Association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I really I just enjoyed this story, whether or not it was hyperbolic or accurate yeah. or misinterpreted. It sounds like something he would say. And yeah. Do. So, yeah. Also, what's the context in which it like isn't a dumb thing for him to himself? Anyway, <laughs> like he could have been like being sarcastic. Yeah. Like I almost satirizing himself, but like he doesn't really have a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, not that kind, at least. Yeah, not one where I don't think he's able to make jokes on maybe that many levels. No, too many levels, um, like where he's making fun, fun of, of his himself own. and he's understanding history in certain way. Like I feel like there's too many levels to the joke there. It, yeah, but maybe I don't know. Well, I'll talk. I'll send an email to the ladies association. Whatever. <laughs> a good story is a good story. Yes. Elise, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Uh, so I've got a clip for us. Um, so Maxine Waters, who we all know, uh, we all know and love miss reclaiming my time. Uh, she kind of had uh, she squared off with Secretary Steve Mnuchin, who's one of the weirdest people, people. in government. Um, so basically, Mnuchin came and he testified before the House Financial Services Committee, which is chaired by Maxine Waters. So he should have known going into it to be on his best behavior, that he was not coming to play, that sort of thing. He was coming to play. Yeah, that's the thing is he he didn't come into the hearing with his fucking right head on his shoulders and basically he was there to discuss how he plans to respond to the democrats request for trump's tax returns which like his answer is like i don't basically his answer is i'm kicking the can down the road yeah distracting and yeah. just going to completely disrespect any semblance of process and law around this in this situation yeah um but anyway what happens is manukin then at the end of the hearing manukin wants to leave to get to another meeting on his schedule. There's definitely no other meeting. Oh, absolutely not. You think there's another meeting? What, at six? Yeah. Like I, so he was saying um, he needed to leave at 5.15. And Maxine Waters was like, no, you got to stay till 5.30. So the whole committee was about 15 minutes. Yeah. Fif- if this is the, so I'm going to play the clip. And you have to remember that this is about 15 minutes. Okay. Here's the clip. Mr. Secretary, I want you to know that no other secretary has ever told us the day before 
that they were going to limit their time in the way that you're doing. So if you want to use them as examples, you have acted differently than they have acted. And as, have I, as I have said, if you wish to leave, you may. If you'd wish to keep me here so that I don't have my important meeting and continue to grill me, then we can do that. I will cancel my meeting and I will not be back here. I will be very clear if that's the way you'd like to have this relationship. Thank you. The gentleman, the secretary, has agreed to stay to hear all of the rest of the members. Okay, Please so just cancel your meeting and respect our time. I, I am Who is next on the list? My foreign meeting. You're, you're instructing me to stay here, and I should cancel. No, you just dollar. made me an offer. No, I didn't make you an you offer. You made me let's an be. offer that I accepted. I, I did not make well, you an offer. Just let's be clear. Well, you're you, instructing me. You are ordering me to stay here. No, you I'm not either. ordering you. I'm responding. Okay. I said you may leave anytime you want. And you said, okay, if that's what you want to do, I'll cancel my appointment and I'll stay here. So I'm responding to your request. If that's what you that's want to do. That's not what I want to do. I told you. What would you like to do? What I've told you is I thought it was respectful that you'd let me leave at 515. You are free to leave anytime you want. Time. You okay, may go well then, uh, anytime please, you want. Please. Please dismiss everybody. I believe you're supposed to take the gravel and, and bang it. That's Please do not instruct me as to how I'm to conduct this committee. <laughs> Shock. My jaw is on the floor. Oh, I my have, God. I hadn't heard the entire thing. I only heard the end with the gravel. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Lord. What is wrong with him? What is wrong with him? So disrespectful. It literally... Oh my God, we're living in a sham government. It's so crazy to me that all of these dudes, I mean, it's, it's what Kavanaugh. What the fuck is his problem? It's Matt Whitaker. It's him. Like, they can't sit at this hearing. They can't sit at these hearings for 15 minutes. They can't do anything. Because they don't like that they're being questioned by a woman, mm -hmm. specifically a black woman. Yes. And I cannot, I am shook. I am yeah. literally in my my jaws on the floor like i cannot believe it he seems like a five-year-old yes. bargaining with his mother about how long he's gonna like before he has to like go to a play date or something it literally it's it's so crazy and i just love the moment where he's like it's because uh, these like, men have never been questioned yes they've never actually had to justify themselves for fucking anything so i love when she when he's just like i have to uh, like he he does his little spiel where he's like i need to leave for my important meeting my foreign meeting and and if you if you keep me just know i'm never coming back here and then she goes okay he's agreed to stay and, I'm just <laughs> like, oh my God. and then he gets so pissed off like he immediately gets he literally is like I can stay, but I'll never come back. And she's like, cool, we'll have you stay. And he's like, what? But I, you oh my God. <laughs> he loses his mind. That was, oh my God, that was incredible. And oh. she keeps it so cool, chill. That's always how it is. So calm. She's just like, I do not have even one second of time. And also, this. like, he's he's being more late for his meeting by arguing. Like, you yeah. just fucking 15 minutes. 15 You're minutes. You're the Treasury Secretary. I'm sure. Who are you meeting with that is, that is so much more important than you that you can't be like, sorry, I was running 15 minutes late because I was busy testifying to our very own Congress yeah. like, about my 
responsibility. People run 15 minutes late to meetings because they're like, I saw a I'm dog. Getting iced coffee. <laughs> yeah, like, I got iced coffee and I saw a dog and I'm 15 minutes late for the meeting. So sorry. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Right. And also, at one point, he's like, so you're you're making me be late to my foreign meeting. I'm like, who are you meeting with? Like, now, NBS? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you have to, at this point now, you have to tell us exactly what the fuck this meeting is. Yeah. How important. important. My, my important meeting. Eating. he sounds like squidward he also <laughs> his voice look i don't want to make fun of a guy's voice i hate my own voice so i'm not gonna go there but i am just i know i don't that I clip am, i like I that just. clip is <laughs> that clip is so crazy this is one of those things where like we're gonna forget about it in a week and then we're gonna be reminded in like three months and be like wow that clip was really something yeah. it's oh just also it always makes me remember that like hillary clinton sat in her Benghazi hearing for eight hours and she just sat multiple there. times and she didn't cry and she didn't scream and she didn't get all pissed off and she wasn't like I have an important foreign meeting and she was the secretary of state exactly so it's just like it's just crazy to me that these like because men women are used yeah because we are men used, are not used to having to submit themselves yeah. to anyone and women are used to having to do it so we've learned how to like cope and you know hide our disrespect and mm-hmm. hide our contempt and yeah. because because it backfires on we're us. used to having he, people interrogate us he's a rich guy who's married to like some fucking bond villain oh my god and louise yeah. linton Ugh. whole other Ugh. a whole other podcast whole other time for louise yeah and he, oh my God. Okay. I, we have to move on. Yeah. We have to move on to okay. a different disrespectful congressional <laughs> testimony. Yes. Okay. Today, the Betcha Up podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe the Pink Tax campaign. The pink tax is the extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. And that shit adds up to $1,351 every freaking year. Yeah. For real. I could be so rich. Yes. Pink Tax is charging women more money on everything from baby bottles to canes. That doesn't just stop there. It's toys, personal care products, clothes, dry cleaning. Yes, even dry cleaning. Yes, dry cleaning. Women are actually being charged more for dry cleaning than men, sometimes for bringing in the exact same shirt. Yeah, that's really absurd. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving them the tools to claim their worth and take back what's there. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that we're fixing it. And now you know. See for yourself at AxeThePinkTax.com. Bill Barr testified to Congress yesterday about the Mueller report Mm -hmm. and a few other things, but let's start with the Mueller report. First of all, he refuses to say whether or not the White House has seen it, Uh, which... So they've seen it. So they've, <laughs> so they've seen it. Right. Right. It's like, yeah. Okay. He won't. He will. Okay. This was the big, the big headline. He was asked. Um, he basically refused to answer the question of whether or not the FBI, by looking into Trump's campaign for their ties to a foreign adversary. Yeah. Help that was helping to manipulate the election in their favor, in his favor, which ultimately is in their favor because he was agreeing to do things like ease sanctions so that he could build a fucking disgusting hotel. Yeah. Um, or tower. Whatever. The Ivanka Trump spa. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> so all, could build the we all need Trump more spa. of those. Um, so Bill Barr refuses to classify that not as spying. So he thinks so. He basically said he called it spying. He said, I think spying on a political campaign is a big deal. I think spying did occur. 
But uh, also, can I just make one comment here? Isn't the FBI allowed to do spying? Well, <laughs> well, it's not spying because it's not espionage. Yeah. Like, espi- spying is like our word, like our layman's yeah. word for espionage, which is a genuine counterintelligence operation. Yeah. He was, they were, they were surveilling him because when someone is potentially committing treason, you might want to know. Yeah. You might, might want to know with one of the candidates. You, you might, might tap a phone. And he, and remember he, he blamed Obama for tapping him. It's like, no, it's like you're committing crimes. Also, and therefore you're being investigated yeah. as the justice system works. Or did you forget about that? Mr. Law and order candidate? <laughs> like what is going on here? Okay. Brian Schatz, the representative from I'm not sure where, asked mm-hmm. him to clarify the meaning of spying because he said that spying has a lot of connotations and would basically cause a huge stir. So he changed the term to unauthorized surveillance. Mm-hmm. And then later he tried to qualify his comments saying that he was not trying to say that improper surveillance occurred, but that he wanted to review it to make sure that surveillance was justified. Great. So it's just going to be like we're going to start – like another, fa- like a fake investigation to counter the real investigation because that's what they wanted to do the whole time. It's literally like living in 1984. Yeah. It's actually, Nancy Pelosi responded by saying, let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing that the chief law enforcement officer of our country is going off the rails yesterday and today. He is the attorney general of the United States of America, not the attorney general of Donald Trump. Good yeah. quote. Don't know if it's proportionate to how fucked up this is. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to see if like he actually starts doing something, what the house would do in response. Um, And then Trump, of course, responded because he responds to everything. Uh, He responds to like SNL reruns. So why wouldn't he respond to this? (laughs) 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 What has been found during this period of time are the illegal acts of getting this whole phony investigation started. What they did was treason. What they did was terrible interesting he's been using the word treason a lot lately to like describe his opponents and that's the words he disconcerting yeah yeah the you know okay i'm just gonna go a little tangential for a second something that this era of i don't even know trump yeah i don't know what we're kind of has kind of like caused me to feel a lot is that words can't really encapsulate the human experience of certain things yeah. So like when I say the president is a psychopath, <laughs> it's hard to really like get the, my point across yeah. because when my dog is like obsessing over food, I also call him a psychopath. Yeah. I'm like, no, like you it's don't like under- there needs to be new words invented. I know for this. Yeah. For what's happening. It's just, it just like it kind of like throws into perspective how like words can't really encapsulate. Like if you say something's painful, mm-hmm. the word painful is not like full enough to express what it is to have something painful. Yeah. Happen. So that's just how I feel about this. It's a, the treason def- thing is like. We're testing the limits of semantics with this government. Which is kind of key to authoritarianism. Yes. It's just like a little bit of a scary aside. Um, just another fun fact about Barr's testimony before we move on to the next story. Because we have a lot today. Um, he also said that there is a defensible legal position for not defending any position, provisions of the Affordable Care Act. So, you know, if you lose your health care, just no one be shocked. Yeah. It's insane to me that they're actually going to try to 
fuck with healthcare ahead of the 2020 election. Now Trump is saying they're going to do it after, but like the fact that he would even dip his toe into that water before the elections when like literally we Democrats swept the midterms on the issue of healthcare. Well, that's why I he's don't. waiting till after. Yeah, but like the fact that he's they waiting till after to kill all of you. They even were like, "Oh, we're going to make this How announcement kind. that we're not going to like defend Obamacare." It's like, "Are you like what what do you think is that whatever? I Who mean, knows?" I mean, it just seems I, like this just makes me also want to go off on the price of insulin again. Yes. Um, um, okay. Okay. We should get to the next thing. <laughs> yes. Julian Assange. Arrested this morning. Yes. In London. Uh, he was living at the Ecuadorian embassy. For seven years. For seven <laughs> years. Seven years in Ecuadorian is, embassy resident. Is Conf- whatever I have a lot of questions they basically, about they basically were giving him like asylum asylum and then they rescinded it they decided not to give him asylum anymore so Assange has been wanted for the British police for skipping bail in August of 2012 when he was under investigation for a sexual assault and rape case in Sweden which has been dropped but Assange also faces potential extradition to the United States because he now here in our country, he faces charges of conspiring with Chelsea Manning to release classified information on WikiLeaks. So he was living in the Ecuadorian embas- embassy for seven years, which I'm like, why don't you just move to Ecuador? Like, I don't understand why you would you probably okay. can't get out. So he just has to. I don't so know. So was he just I just have so many questions. He's like chilling. About, you yeah. see that beard? Dude, he looks more and more like Johnny Depp's Grindelwald I was every say day. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I'm like, I don't know where the line between like Grindelwald ends and Julian Assange begins. <laughs> it's becoming unclear. Um, but yeah, also San- like also a Santa Claus who's been living in the Ecuadorian embassy for yeah. seven years. It's a little equatorial flavor um, but the Ecuadorian president Lenin Moreno said in a video that they withdrew the asylum because he was repeatedly violating international conventions that's a statement that to me sounds like there's something going on behind the scenes that we're not being completely informed of but uh, either way he's been arrested I think this is actually you know I I'm interested to see how the Russians take it yeah given that He's basically their stooge. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see how the Trump administration takes it because he. WikiLeaks. Yeah. I like, love WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks. Release it. WikiLeaks. So WikiLeaks. It's, just, it's China. <laughs> China. WikiLeaks. Mexico will pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so They're going to pay for it. They're going to pay us extra. <laughs> it's just. Uh, well, did you see also here when they were arresting him, he was yelling like, this is unlawful. Unhand me. Unhand me. Which is like also that sounds like a something. It's very like old school of him. Like, unhand me, I say. And like, <laughs> like pulling him out. right. It's like, what is this like weird? I don't know, yeah. early Disney hands, Christian Anderson <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, like, I don't know. So I'm interested to see what happens. We'll keep you posted as we always do. Yeah. Next story. Also out of the United Kingdom. Brexit has been postponed until Halloween. Yeah. Spooky. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Spooky Brexit. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, Theresa May. So, gosh, I'll go in. I, I, I always do this like brush How up on Theresa Brexit. Theresa May like even alive? Like if I were her, I would just be like, fuck all of you. She, I am leaving. She, um, 
you know, she hasn't done a great job herself, but I do hope that when this all is said and done, she gets a bath bomb or a face peel Look, or if something. If Theresa May just said, fuck you all, I'm out, she would still, in my eyes, be more honorable of a human being than Kirsten Nielsen. So, yes. you know what? Like, really, Teresa? Like, just, you got less to lose. Uh, so, well, she also, so, the okay, so after, last time we gave you an update, what had happened is they had voted down eight potential Brexit deals. Yeah. It was eight. So <laughs> insane. <laughs> they were all just like, they, like I, none of them were going to be official, but they were like ideas, voted down all of them. So at one point, Theresa May was like, if you guys vote for my deal, I will resign as soon as we leave the she European. She probably like wanted to do that. She offered herself. I think she was like, oh, I could kill two birds with one stone. I can stop having this shitty job that I hate <laughs> and we can finally get Brexit done. They don't take that deal. Why do they want a fucking Brexit? This is a horrible idea. It's, there's so much behind it, but basically my take on it is that the pro-Brexit people launched a very shady campaign to get Brexit to happen. That very similar happened. to Donald Trump's death. Riled up all these people. You guys should watch the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch movie on HBO. Yes. Get your friend's login. Uh, or your mom. <laughs> yes. Friends are too poor. Mm -hmm. Get your mom. Get your mom's login. Watch it. They did a shady campaign. They convinced people. They, they scared people. They convinced them that this is something that people was also did it as a joke. They yeah. were like, let's see what happens. Yeah. They also kind of made it seem like, oh, this is something we could do easily. turns out like, no. Why would they think that? No, that's I dumb. Mean, that's but, dumb. But, but here's my other question. Like, they could not Brexit. Like, it's possible for them to, like, re-vote. Why don't they re-vote just to make sure? And if, like, they vote for it again, like, then we'll know they really meant it. And, like, then they can, like, figure it out. But, like, why are they? Well, a lot of people want. There are a lot of people in the UK who want either just a full new vote or for whatever parliament passes to be put to another vote. But what happened now is that this Theresa is May show. had to go back to Brussels. <laughs> she had to ask everybody again so for another extension because they were supposed to be out by April 12th now. So now she's tomorrow. got an extension tomorrow. Now she's got an extension until Halloween. She, uh, so this her quote on it is uh, the choices we now face are stark and the timetable is clear. So we must now press on at a pace with our efforts to reach a consensus on a deal that is in the national interest. That was pretty good. I think that was a good Theresa May. That actually. was good job. I actually think it was audition for her on my, our cartoon president. <laughs> I know if they guys wait in one month from tomorrow. Our cartoon president is coming back and Elise fucking plays AOC. I do. You, and you got to get Showtime login. From, Show, from get your same. Showtime login <laughs> yeah, from whoever gave you the HBO yeah. login. Or, or someone even richer than that. Because yes. <laughs> they got to have both. I, all I can say is it's a really fun season and the stuff I've recorded so far is really funny and fun. I so. love that show. It's my favorite. Not just not just because you're in <laughs> it. Yeah, I love it. I love cartoon shows that are yeah. sat satirical. I don't know how the hell they satirized anything <laughs> yes, anymore. But uh, it's really fun. So, yes, definitely watch it on May 12th on Showtime. There was one other thing I was going to say about Brexit. Oh, my friend. This is just an anecdote. <laughs> my friend uh, was having a romance with a British man. And she asked him about Brexit. And he said that um, he like he did the vote. And then he went to like a festival. And he was like, but like in between the time that like it was released like voting and what happened. So he votes, goes to the festival, wakes up the next morning. He doesn't know his phone service. So he like comes out of his tent and he's like, he sees this one girl and she, he's like, Hey, do you know what happened with the vote? And she goes, mm, 
We voted leave. So random. <laughs> <laughs> so random. That's, that's crazy. That's why they voted leave. I know. I'm like, this is why this happened. Oh, my God. We're leaving the European Union. So random. Can you believe? <laughs> Can you believe so random? <laughs> so random. <laughs> right. That's why it happened. Because you know, everyone's so fucking silly. Like, <laughs> People. Oops. Oops. Why did we do that? Oh, God, oh no. Uh, oh, God, I have a spot of uh, tea now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope they figure it out by Halloween. I really do. Okay, I, I, I really do. I, I have I'm low not, hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have very low hopes, but I really do hope they figure it out by, um, by Halloween. Yeah, let's move on to one more one thing. One more thing. Okay, we've got... Okay, so we have two, two more things. One is serious and the other is very silly. Yeah. Should we start with the serious one? Yes. We'll go quick. Uh, there's been a coup in Sudan. Casual. Sudan's ruler, Omar al-Bashir, who's been in power for like kind of a while as it works with dictators. Get used to it, guys, because we might have it here. He has stepped down amidst mad protests mm-hmm. against him. Basically, that he was a, dicta- a dictator. He was accused of genocide in Darfur, which mm-hmm. was in 1994. Guys. That's I I remember Darfur being like one of the first political causes Same. I like knew about. Same. I was like we got to do Hotel something. Rwanda. Yeah. Oh, or, was, well, Hotel Rwanda was different, but like I was in the Global Awareness Club in yeah. high school, which I eventually became president of. Wow. You know, destined. Destined. Also president of Model Congress. Yeah. I was destined for this job. Yeah. Um, and I remember they took us the whole school to see Hotel Rwanda. Yes. Uh, I watched. Or I I got like super. Remember like George Clooney was very into Darfur, and then there were Darfur protests, and wait, I would go. Wait, I'm thinking of hotel. Hotel, hotel Rwanda, Rwanda is a different. Not, but I learned about those two things at the same yes, time. Yes, they they ha- they happened linked, together. They are linked in, in my that memory. I feel like the movie came out, and then this was like also actually yes. happening. So yes, I think there's a is. reason that they're linked in your memory. Yes. Um, but I remember that. This right, I think it because I saw that movie, I then became interested in other stuff. Yes, Darfur. Which is the point of the movie. Yeah. So good on, good on Don Cheeto. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so Omar al-Bashir is being held under house arrest. So that's what happens when you get cooed. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a bunch of high years living off the high life. And, and then you get cooed. Yeah. And then you get cooed. And all of his p- political prisoners were released. So they're probably like not that happy with him. Um, and we will see what becomes of him. Yeah. Oh, the thing I was going to say is that, and this is so embarrassing, but when I was in high school in my AP English literature class, I wrote a poem about Darfur from the perspective of someone who was going through the genocide and it really wasn't my place to uh, write that poem. And I didn't, I, I didn't really have the mental capacity to understand. You know what? <laughs> I think that you're being a little hard on yourself because on I think it was self. just misplaced empathy. Yeah. I, I def- Thank you. It was yeah. misplaced empathy. Yeah. Perhaps I wasn't the right messenger, but my heart was in the right place. Exactly. And, and honestly, look, Again, cancel culture. We're all sort of learning what is really okay or not okay for us to see what we kind of have a right to weigh in on or not. So I don't cancel you for your misplaced empathy. Thank you. Or just like your sort of like immature empathy. Yes. Yeah. Imagine if I got canceled because of my poem about Darfur. (laughs) I mean, that would be fucked up. You were young and look, better than poems about like other shit. Like you were trying to like. I was trying to be woke. But I was. Yeah, I, but I look, was. I'd rather that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's better than like. Yeah, I was lucid know. dreaming. That's the stage that I was in in my wokeness. That's before you're woke. You're <laughs> before I'm dreaming. woke, you are lucid dreaming. You're like I'm kind of. I'm in the. I'm. I'm awake a little bit. Something's yeah. happening. I can make myself fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay, Elise. Now let's move on to the less serious story. Yes. Um, 
you can report because yes. I might get mad. <laughs> yeah, Sammy and I are on opposite sides of this story. So everybody weigh in. Kim Kardashian has revealed in Vogue that she is studying to become a lawyer. As most people reveal their, their future their plans career plans. In Vogue. So basically... You know, as we know, she's been on a criminal justice reform kick. She said she wants to learn more so that she can help more people. She is not going to get a law degree. She is not even going to get her undergraduate degree because she does not have a bachelor's. But in California, you do not have to have a law degree to take the bar. You can apprentice. So apparently, according to this article, which seems insane to me, Kim Kardashian has been apprenticing at a law firm in San Diego since last summer. And she intends to take what's called the baby bar coming up. So like, it's basically like, a it's like William Barr. Yes baby bar it's like a mini test that you have to take to prove like you can take the regular bar and then she wants to take the bar in 2022 and okay. become kim kardashian west esquire okay <laughs> can you read her quote please i will read her quote about law school they're not law school her apprenticeship so far First year of law school, you have to cover three subjects, criminal law, torts, and contracts. To me, torts is the most confusing, contracts is the most boring, and crim law, I can do in my sleep. I took the first test, I got a 100. Super easy for me. The reading is what really gets me. It's so time consuming. The concepts, I grasp in two seconds. Oh my God. The reading. <laughs> I really want to be a lawyer, but like the reading I is just so hard i don't want to do any of the reading like if i could be a lawyer yeah if i could be a lawyer just like not have to do the reading or go to school or know anything that would be incredible i would be the best lawyer ever it's it's, so okay sammy is con i am pro i'm con because like we really don't need to like further degrade the legal profession like this year like it has taken enough like michael cohen michael avenatti Mm. rudy giuliani bill barr brett kavanaugh do i need to keep fucking going like we have like now it's like what is a lawyer it's literally like it's the guy who just i don't know says he's a lawyer like it's so illegitimate and like i don't know again like why doesn't Kim just become an advocate or an activist? You don't have to be a lawyer. You're a spoiled brat. I'm sorry. Like, please, th- this quote, people work for years. They go into debt to become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And here she is. To me, torts is the most confusing. Contracts is the most boring. And crim law I can do in my sleep. What? what? I mean, that is, it is insane that she's like, I can't do it. it in my sleep. You don't even do the reading. Yeah. You don't even do the reading. Jesus Christ. So I can't. <laughs> I hate these people. I am pro because I just feel like I'm like, well, I guess if this is what you're going to use your, if you really want to get into this, like there's worse shit you could be doing. Like, yeah. I'm glad. But here's the thing. If it, it would be one thing in my opinion, if she would like pull a full L woods and be like, I'm going to Harvard. I'm going to Harvard. And she yeah. goes and she studies and yeah. then she goes, she undergoes a personal transformation. Yeah through that experience where she actually becomes a lawyer and like does the reading. Kim proposes to Kanye at the end twist. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, then she look, and then she does the job. Like if she wanted to like be, do the job the way, like I have friends who are lawyers and they work so fucking hard and like they hate it and it's miserable. But Kim's just like, I'm a lawyer. Here I am. Like, no, it's disrespectful to what it means to be a lawyer. Like you, like people, 
pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to become that they spend their time they work so hard at these firms and then kim kardashian's like look at me i can do crim law in my sleep yeah but what if let me take let me take you down a path (laughs) okay (laughs) what if kim kardashian is as good at being a lawyer as she says she is she passes the bar she starts doing pro bono work she becomes freaking next gloria allred then we fix everything Kim Kardashian goes, she gets into the judgeship. Then she works her way through the judgeship. We get her on the Supreme Court of the United States. There are people I would rather that I would rather her be on the Supreme Court than many people. Trust me. I know we need to work on that progressive pipeline. Yeah. We got to get, we need progressive judges. Look, if Kim Kardashian is our answer to the Heritage Foundation, like, fine, we'll talk. But like, no like that's not what's gonna happen it's gonna be like some joke and it's like it's disrespectful like it just is it's disrespectful to what it actually means to be a lawyer which is like a serious thing like law like being a lawyer is essentially being a steward in some way of the constitution Mm -hmm. because all laws are based on the constitution which is our founding document which essentially sets up the whole fucking system for how we're here in a capitalist democracy kind of like we'll see but like so when you have people who are like these joke TV lawyers like Rudy Giuliani and Michael Avenatti, mm-hmm. what they're basically doing is undermining the like seriousness and the legitimacy of that system and it becomes meaningless. Yeah. And we're, here we are left wondering why Steve Mnuchin thinks that he can like bitch at Maxine Waters because she asked him to follow the law. And that's I, my rant. <laughs> I very much see what you're saying. I will hold. I'm going to reserve my full judgment until we see one, if she actually does any of this <laughs> and two, what she like does with it. Because if some of the sense that I got from the article is that she's kind of doing it just to like learn about the law so that she can like know more about what's but going on. But she hates on. the reading. I know. What I do you know. mean she's going to learn about but it? She I, won't even want to do the reading. The sense that I get is that she wants to be able to like understand more and have a background for like her activism, which like if that's what she uses it for. I'm cool. not against her being an advocate and an activist. I think I love when celebrities are activists and I would love her for that. But you don't need to become a fake lawyer <laughs> who yeah. has no respect for the profession. I got a hundred on my crim law test. Like what test? You're not practice in school. test in Kaplan? Like, I don't know. Like, what's it's, it called? Like, uh, the other thing that I do. Whatever, Kim. Call me when you have a, ne- a Lexus Nexus lock. Yeah. And then we'll talk. The other thing that I can't stop thinking about is like what this apprenticeship means. Are people going into this law firm? And then they're like, I'm sorry. Do you mind if our apprentice sits in on the meeting? And then like it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> or they're like, our apprentice will get those papers for you. And then like Kim Kardashian comes right. in and brings is you Kim, the brief. Is Kim Kardashian like at the copy machine? Yeah. Is she fixing the toner? Is she like, what is she doing? Like imagine if you were like, I have a criminal, like I have to bring a lawsuit. And then like, you're like, I'm sorry. Is that? Kim Kardashian in the back yeah. cubicle like what's going on and I like to think about that I think that's fun right but and that's I, a fun episode of keeping up with the Kardashians that's oh, a fun episode. my god you're gonna have to do something about that lighting in those offices I know Kim like 
simple lifing it, like not knowing it, like fucking up all the papers. Yeah. I mean, if there are diet starts tomorrow, listeners, which I think there are because we've gotten some emails to it who say they love the sup. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, they know about my Kardashian rant yes. of last week. It's a big deal. And now we have another it's one. extended into, uh, you're going to, what well, if, she shouldn't have fucking chosen we've to be a lawyer you, this week. <laughs> we've got to get you to do a Kardashian rant on every Betches Media podcast. <laughs> like, Look, you'll like, just come if, in. If, if they keep doing fucked up shit and trying to, I don't know, yeah, like pull just, all this bullshit, like, yeah, I yeah. will, I'll do it until I'm done, until they're done. Yes. With their stuff. All right. All right. Does that bring us to the end? I think it does. Okay. Guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Kim Kardashian. And this is the Vetches Sup Podcast. Bye. Bye. Betches.